0: Welcome back. Today is a very special episode because we are going to do a poetry reading of some spiritual, mystical, self-revealing, self-aware, whatever you may say, poetry written by yours truly. So, join me for an hour, get your cup of coffee, get something to eat and enjoy some creative stuff, because you know on this channel, I love sharing creativity, and I thought it was time to share some of my own. Before I do that, a little bit of background. First of all, sorry for not doing a show last week. I actually was planning on this show, and I woke up with a migraine, and I get really bad migraines. Went back to bed, And then by the time it was time to do the show, I felt better, but I didn't really want to assemble all this stuff. (laughs) And then sit here and watch it. I I couldn't, so. Sorry. But, you're gonna get three shows this weekend, because I have a long weekend. So I'm hopefully gonna make up for it. (laughs) Also, today's show is pre-recorded. I'm not actually gonna be reading my own poetry. Um... Yeah, no, I, I, I feel very uncomfortable doing that. Or in high school I might have, but not anymore. So this is a pre-recorded show. This is the introduction, this is all I'm gonna do. Uh, let's see, any other notes I wanted to share? Oh, new opening music. Spice things up a little bit with some of my own band uh, rehearsal outtake things a band that I was in called Death by Night, K-N-I-G-H-D. This is back in New York, I don't know, 15 years ago. I'm on bass, but you can't really hear me on this particular track. I found this, I was putting a lot of stuff on CD, uh, or moving stuff from a CD to a USB, because CDs rot. Do you know that? Did you know if you store stuff on CD, it will rot? The CDs you bought with your favorite band might be rotted. So while MP3s may not be the best quality, so many of us have moved our stuff over to mp3s, because mp3s don't rot. So I was moving stuff over and I found this, and I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. We'll just split my stuff here a little bit. And then I've got this background music that I kind of like. Something soothing. Anyways, today, I want to share a poetry reading of a book that I wrote. Ooh, I don't know, it's been... it's been quite a while. It's been maybe 12 years, give or take, 10, 12 years. I, uh, so, I may even go back farther than that. The second book I ever published is a book called Da, da Eyes, The Striptease. And it's a story, it's a novela about a guy that is just your middle-aged, uh... Full-on materialistic sex, whatever his his you know his secretary he wants to bang. He doesn't care about his family. He works too hard, and he suddenly is on his way home from work, and he meets sort of this god man who shows him there's something else. And he meets followers and people, and he gets this big revelation. And it was inspired by discovering Adidas sam Samraj. So actually, the book was written. Now I'm remembering my timeline. 2016 Uh... Sixteen and seventeen. And I've talked about this book before because I believe it was done with automatic writing. I had just discovered Adida. I'd read like three things... ...of him and by him. And I just... One night, just started writing. And I looked at it like... Well, that's garbage. I'm trying to sound like him. I deleted the whole thing. It was like two pages. Just delete. And then I just started writing again, whatever came to my head, and suddenly I had this little chapter. And then I was like, oh, and then the next time I started writing, and I didn't even know what I was writing half the time. So, the book was Dies to Striptease, which I published, my uh, second book, first fiction book, uh, finally did my second fiction book this year, which I had been promoting on other uh, shows. And I was going to write a sequel to Die's The Striptease, and you can find this if you go online. And I had an idea for something. I was going to use the same characters, but it was going to be something different, very fantastical. And one of the characters was not going to be me, but kind of me. It was going to be a poet. A poet who wrote on napkins and coffee houses, which is my youth in Seattle. And I wrote a bunch of stuff. But the book went here, and there, and over there, and just kind of meh. I lost interest, I didn't know where it was going, and it was trying to be something that didn't congeal for me, and it was like I was trying to be experimental for the sake of it. So I put it aside, and I realized I had written all these poems. So I thought, well maybe I could put a poetry book together. So I started working on the poems, and I was still really under the influence of Adi Da, and so I rewrote them under his influence, and then put them out in a book called Into Da Die Bright, because he calls himself The Bright, like a bright light. And it's poems inspired by the Rukshira Avatar, Adidas Amraj, and I put it out in the world, and yeah, I forget how many people have bought it or read it, a handful, quite honestly. And, fast forward a decade, a few years ago, I was finally putting some of my stuff on Kindle, because <laughs> I don't use Kindle, I have no interest in it, so I was like, I just ignored it. And I'm looking through stuff I've written, and I'm like, oh, some of this, I don't want to think about, but kind of interesting. Let me put this up. And as I began reading these poems, well, I didn't connect with them anymore. I was no longer a follower of Adidas. I had pushed him away. My spirituality had radically changed um, from 2017-18 when I originally wrote this. No, no, sorry, 2007 2000. Eight. I hope I said earlier it was 2006, not 2016, that I found Adida. So 2006, 2007, 2008, and here it is, 2023, that was a while ago, uh, and I'm writing the poems and I, I even didn't even really like some of what I wrote, so I decided to rewrite them to put on Kindle, and that meant some of the poems maybe had a word changed, or just the formatting rearranged. Others had a sentence. Others, I would be like, oh, I like that line, the rest of this, delete, let's rewrite it, or, ah, this is really good, but I want to stick a paragraph right here, (laughs) let's add that, let's completely change the focus of this, or, you know what, I don't want to focus on Adidas anymore, I want to focus on something different. So, I completely rewrote it. And originally, I was going to put this back out as Intuitive Bright, and no one would know the difference. It would just be the second edition. I'd be like Walt Whitman with Leaves of Grass, who kept reissuing Leaves of Grass and Leaves of Grass and again and again, but it was always different. Or Mary Baker Eddy with The Science and Health and Key to the Scriptures, 400 editions, all under the same name, but completely different. (laughs) But then I thought. Nah, this is completely different than the first Into the Bright. Let's keep them both out there as a time capsule. And even though I might be embarrassed by the original version, whatever. So I called it Into the Bright uh, Revisited, Revised, sorry, just blanked out. And I put it out in physical form, in Kindle form. And the original is only in physical and a guy in England named Peter Owen, who has an Adi channel, found this, wrote to me, asked me if he could read it. Um, okay, I, I guess if you want to. <laughs> Honestly, I don't see myself as a poet, it's just something at some point in life I had to get out of me was poetry and, you know, I grew up loving Jim Morrison and other things, so I just had to express myself, but I'm not a poet. Some people are, I'm not. I'm a writer. And he said, can I read it? I said, sure. He did all these beautiful, beautiful videos. And I was so embarrassed at first to watch them. I didn't really want to hear my own stuff. And then I watched them and I was like, wow. I didn't know the book was that good. <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean to sound arrogant here, but i I really don't rate my poetry that high. But to hear someone else read it, it was so touching. And at times a little embarrassing, I'm like, wow, I don't remember writing that. That's a little revealing. Uh, And it was just so nice. And this is a guy who, as far as I know, is not a writer. Peter is a professional uh, cello and piano player who played professionally full-time. He lives in England somewhere. And this was his career playing cello in some orchestra and also piano, and he is as he said a few years ago on his YouTube on the dole now, he is retired and he lives alone, and he just makes Adida videos all day, I don't think there's any other channel that has as many Adida videos as him and he just says how he feels and he encourages people to follow Adidas and he also criticizes things like some parts of the community and lovers and haters, like we all do, who speak about spirituality, and he started a few years reading, a few years ago, sorry, reading books by Adidas and other things, and somehow stumbled online and wanted to share it. So, I thought today I would share his reading of my poems, the second version, the, the bigger thing, just Adidas. And what I did is I took all his videos, downloaded them, and just kind of clumped them together. And, yeah. So I wanted to share my poetry. I hope you like it. i want to say thank you if you stick around to the end. There's quite a, ri- a wide variety of different styles and feelings and moves. Some things may sound autobiographical, but I'm going to be honest, they're really not. No more than a Stephen King uh, autobiography, or a Stephen King book is autobiographical. It mentions Maine, he lives in Bangor, Maine... Yeah, it kind of ends there. Some things, though, I put in there, and, and when I hear someone read them, I'm like, yeah, no, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> This was the last poetry book I wrote. I doubt I'll ever write another one. And maybe I will. I don't know. But this is the last one I put out. And I think I ended on the note that I always wanted... Like I say, end on. I wrote what I always wanted to wrote when I first started writing poetry in, like, uh, high school. I was just a mad poet. And then I would publish and some things I wrote that were really good. There's one called um, a-, a Hundred Days of Zen... I'm blanking now, it's been so long ago, that's really good, and then I did some other things that were iffy, and then I ended with this. So I'm very proud of it, so I'm going to share it with you today, it's uh, about an hour, I have links down below to Peter's channel, it's called Be Happy Now, and uh, you can find the original videos and their little bits, you can watch with other stuff, I totally encourage you to jump over, he needs the views, and, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's weird for me to share my poetry. As I said, I-, I don't do this. I haven't read poetry of mine since high school, and then I was, like, the outsider. So to do it now, just it just feels weird. So I'm a little nervous. <laughs> but anyways, hope you enjoy this. Something a little different. And with this, I will just say... Jai Shri Krishna enjoy. If you'd like the book, you can find it online, Kindle and print, or my website down below has a link, if nothing else. And so, yeah, let's enjoy Mr. Peter Owen and uh, Into the Bright.
1: Into Da Bright. Poetry inspired and in tribute to the Rishira avatar Dar Samraj. By Aaron Joy. When is the world coming? When will the world come to him to hear his wisdom? When will the world turn to him as a teacher? When will the world bow down at his feet in worship? When will the world get past its self-destructive egoity that won't bow down to anyone? When will the world understand that not all men are like all men? When will the world build castles for the gurus before castles are built for kings and queens and their tyrant children? When will all who want to understand come to believe? When will all who want to believe come to understand? When will those who play games be willing to lose to later win? When will the winners not take for granted that they not shall always win? When will the world be more than for the physical materialism that drives it? when will he be allowed to be a part of the world without fear of misunderstood retribution and criticisms by losers who think they'll never be winners again and must have possession over everything including judgment day and sit uncomfortable but unwilling to leave their tiny castles when will he Ego Cage. Structured traditionalism is a thick cloud of putrid darkness. Ego conditioning dims the divine light. Limited beliefs are a shield against both old enemies and new friends. Old habits undermine everything one intends to achieve. Ego is a sin worthy of great self-inflicted punishment. Letting go is eternity. The uncaged divine is the only true self-image. I feel so alone because of him. I feel so alone because I believe in someone so far away. I feel so alone because I took onto myself someone who is a stranger. I feel so alone because I know nobody understands who I seek. I feel so alone because I am too afraid to speak openly my needs. I feel so alone because I cannot reach out to him. I feel so alone because I want to see him and never will physically. I feel so alone because I forget to think of him every day. I feel so alone because I heard he died but never seemed to cry for him. I feel so alone because I have never learned to love him like I should. I feel so alone because I know he's there even when I ignore him. I feel so alone because I get lost in my own mind, over and over again, leaving him. Pull of the self-condition. When the direct self-condition becomes the focus of the future and the only purpose of the now, hide not from its cold embrace, but shower in its pleasures. Albeit a long journey of opening eyes towards self-discovery of the real. Unable to breathe again. I wake up. I can't breathe. Tomorrow I'll figure out why. Today I keep going on with my day. Today I feel too alone to breathe. Today I feel too alone to be all that I can be. Today I feel too alone to believe in all that can bring me some peace of mind. Tomorrow I'll figure out why. Today I have better things to do. That which stands before us. That which stands before us before emotions, before pain, before thought, before regret, before intellect, before habits, before beliefs, before rituals, before sex, that which is alive standing before those who say they have seen God and who have seen that which really is. Yin and Yang mean nothing but a sheath for a dull sword. Following the way of the cow, the goat, the sheep, the snake, the fish, the world is really God and not just words of praise. Only we send just postcards back home from along the way, barely knowing that which stands before us all, barely knowing the bikini girl on the face of the postcard, when you actually stayed alone in the hotel, too afraid, to go out. Seven stages of the way of the heart. I listen to you but are you listening to me? Is there anything I need to say? Is there anything you need to hear? I see the way before me to hear what I must continue to do to learn the way of the heart. Every day I get up and think of you. I slide into my daily duties and think of you. I meditate and look upon your holy form. I see you, I feel you, I think of you. I practice the way to be intimate with you. I love you. Transcendence identification. All egoic errors fall at my feet to examine. Without effort, they just fall at my feet to be walked over. A moment to breathe, a moment to consider how I got here, a moment to remember that I am only a man with a long way to go, a moment to consider all that he has given me. A moment to shed tears for his beauty, a moment to let go of my attachments, a moment to let go of my needs, all shed but the need to be with him and awaken to all that once I didn't believe possible. Come to me, my beating divine heart, right now, bright love, bright bliss, Look at where the Divine Self exists, you in me, me in you. I try but nothing more to say. How I'm doing today. It all depends on the mood I'm in today. It all depends on what's on TV this evening, After everyone goes to bed and I can watch what I want to watch. It all depends on how well I slept last night or any night even though I never really sleep so well as it is. It all depends on if I'm sleeping alone again or not or if the person I'm sleeping with I want to be with at all or would prefer to be alone. It all depends on if something interesting came in the mail because I was raised to believe all good and bad news comes in the mail. It all depends on the weather which never leaves us alone. It all depends on what food has been bought at the store or was not bought that should have been. It all depends on what mom said on the phone when I didn't expect her to call at all. It all depends on how much money I have or will have or want to have or need to have. It all depends on what I'm doing at work and if anyone cares other than me, if I do it well or not, or even if I care about my job other than me. It all depends on what my friend said when I needed a shoulder to cry on. It all depends on the mood I'm in today. It all depends on the mood I'm in. It all depends on the mood. It all depends on me, me, me. A spiritually disguised life. A spiritual disguise I hold between me as I walk the streets, hoping someone will see me and know that I know something they don't and want to seek me out so I can share with them my wisdom. But they usually won't and they likely can't see me. I'm not half as attractive as a latte or slice of pizza or they just take me for a fool with an affectation. My cousin wanted to be a movie star. She changed her name, cut her hair, put on tight jeans and walked like a queen. Telemarketer by day, drunk college dropout at night, hoping someone would see her and claim her as the next actress without compare. But sadly, there's always someone more beautiful, more sexy, more outgoing, more willing to lay down with the right people and not just anyone. Common people need not apply. I hope someone will see me faster than they didn't see my cousin as I sit on the computer at home all day, going out only to shop and eat, watching TV at night with no friends I ever see and nobody who is doing anything more than me. Maybe someone will send me an email tonight to ask me about what I believe, because they realise that even great teachers like internet forums. I will show them the prize I hold to my heart, my own egoity beating, beating, beating. A victim of comfort A victim of comfort standing before you A victim of comfort lost to my real needs A victim of ignoring others' needs A victim of innocence lost too young A victim of burnt feelings never healed A victim of never found tomorrows still searching for them A victim of fear never moving forward A victim of changes that may never happen A victim of things still to be discussed A victim of storms steering ships lost A victim of being reborn again and again without growth A victim of yearning for things never wanted A victim of striving for wasteful goals, a victim of controlling to please oneself, a victim of one-night stands that are never fulfilling, a victim of fast-food hypnotism bad for the stomach, a victim of fashion trends with no longevity, a victim of nightmares that never end, A victim of bank accounts always overdrawn. A victim of working as a daylight slave. A victim of everything looking the same. A victim of being reborn again and again without growth. A victim of talking, eating, sleeping, working, breathing, fucking, thinking, a victim of being reborn again and again, without growth. Fear of strangers from the sky. They say spacecraft are landing on the earth, bringing us closer to the gods. But the truth is we've already met our creator and kept walking by him unnoticed. Do nothing and God will bring us a miracle from the sky some day. Take a risk and perhaps God will appear to us tomorrow. Wiggling toes of the Guru can tell to us more of the world than any book. But still we fear the bare feet of a stranger in public as much as before. Abandon your worry. Contradictions and reversals are everywhere, making the world dark, but abandon your worry. Eat it and forget it, flush it down the toilet, screw it into oblivion. The true intent of the world's soul is still alive and moving forward and waiting for you with open arms, waiting for us all once we get beyond our worries. Friend of every tradition, again and again out of every tradition rises God from the grave or from the womb. Here he comes again, the one who gives himself to human nature, to challenges, to scandals, to loves, to tortures, to pain, to death. He gives himself for all to see. There is something out there still in which to believe. From the beginning. From the beginning is the slowest way of seeing the way of the heart. From the beginning, the spiritual presence with arms unfolding wide, heart surrender, pulling us into his embrace. We can take all the time we need. Only the spiritual itself is spiritual, I heard the Guru say. Only when all experiences and conditions fade away prior to all moving, only then can you wake and feel the heart surrender, I heard him say. Send your heart to communicate with me directly and I will send you home, not alone," he said to all of us. Responsible surrendering against my timeless shoulders, against my two-arm gorilla form, greeting you at the door swung wide open, everybody is welcomed, he said, and added not to be shy. Just respond to me. Just say hello. The illusion of you versus me, the illusion of two, is all in your head. For we have always been together, I heard him say, at the beginning of the end. Just feel. From the beginning, just feel. All I ask of you is, just feel. First steps of the practice, just feel. Before all other things, just feel. Don't worry about thinking, just feel. Feel my human form while on the earth and always in your sight. Feel my spiritual presence, always will be blessing, even from death. Feel my very state, always eternally perfect and bright. You don't have to touch me, or talk to me, or see me, or hear me, only just feel. God doesn't need seeking. Reality, binding all men to his living heart. Spirituality, searching for God's eternal presence. Religion, performing rituals of forgotten days illusions, only making the breathing shallow, leaping, not asking if God is real, just moving on, seeking, nothing and nowhere but where you are. Just turning one's attention. Turning one's attention to God is all it takes. The divine presence already burns within the heart just waiting to be grabbed and shaken free. The first stage of spiritual life is simple, just turning the attention, not turning to creeds, doctrines and rituals, nor to understanding, knowledge and beliefs. The first stage of spiritual life is just listening and feeling. Nothing needs to be discovered with games or rituals or the mind or the eye or the feelings of the body or the breath or altered states or drugged out visions. Only a sad and lonely person clings to the rituals and forgets the spirit behind them, resulting in only games of chance and logic with no heart and more sad loneliness. My Spirit Baptism Listening on a deeper level hearing the sound of the trees beyond the clatter of the birds. I remember the first time I saw you, your devotees sitting beside me, palms raised, cross-legged. After a dinner of fish and salad, we watched a video of you, hearing him sigh your name. Your voice was calmer than I expected, younger and jovial. Your eyes were piercing one minute, discovering the unoccupied corners of the room in the next. I was discovering the unoccupied corners of the world through you. Reality without God. Reality without God is vanity in a cage. Awaken to God not stories of a gated heaven. Not impressed by man. Some people are not impressed by me because I don't stroke their ego. Poor them. I'm not impressed when I know someone is trying to impress me. Some people want to show me all they know, but what I know is how much they lack such a big head containing so little. I'm not impressed, but I can't help confessing all I know. Some people think they can impress me, but I'm impressed by only the sunrise. Nothing is more impressive than God's majesty. I'm not impressed by the things of man, because the things of man seem to constantly turn me away. Sin exposed. What is sin? Playing cards on Sunday, kissing the girl next door, getting off to porn, eating the wrong food on the wrong day, saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, expressing your own thoughts not condemning enough behaviours, voting the wrong way, going to church only on Easter, being friends with a non-Christian, thinking you can control God, not putting enough faith in God, misinterpreting scripture, not reading scripture, not going to church. What is sin? God can forgive words, forgive lustful thoughts everyone has, even the, the most devout monk. Forgive a person who is less than holy. Forgive those who think they are holier and who only know how to condemn anyone they don't like. Forgive a person who speaks Babel in the name of God so everyone will pay attention to him and not God. But God cannot forgive true sin. True sin is the singularity of the ego, the result of attachment, the living-in illusion, the world according to anything but God and everything but God. God cannot forgive the sin of the ego because the ego won't let God in to be forgiven or even confess God is there to begin with, nor anything called sin. Sunlight Silently Some day I hope to lay against the grass silently, the sun as always above my head, but now barely casting any light, and silently the world opens up for me, for the first time, ever so silently. Gross life forecast. I worked 10 hours today at the deli, slapping together sandwiches, making coffee, telling the same bad jokes I have on reserve. I'd recommend going elsewhere for lunch. I'm not really paying that much attention but I do like seeing my regulars, though they complain about the same old things. They still laugh at all my well-worn jokes they've heard before, or maybe I just think they laugh. I'm really not paying attention to anything but the clock. The bus ride home was extra crowded and took extra long or just felt like it. Maybe there was trouble on the road. I didn't notice or maybe I just forgot how far away I live and the definition of commuting distance is a joke. I live alone in one locked room. My noisy neighbors are always home and either babysit or have too many kids. Either way, I don't think they have jobs or probably just don't want to survive with any sense of common decency. They love to watch TV 24-7. TV is highly overrated. I got rid of mine years ago. No regrets. I got the news through customers at work and what I hear through my walls. I do enjoy hearing about the news but it's not worth the cable bill. I like to laugh when the economy has sunk supposedly always unexpectedly but nothing stays here forever. Does anyone really care if Wall Street has closed two points lower? Two points? Will my life ever be the same? Probably it's only two points. Only means things to those that make commission on stocks. I have no stocks. They make no money off of me. I have not sold my soul for two points of nothing. I like hearing the news because it always makes me feel smarter. I feel smarter than most of my clients. I fall asleep on my sofa instead of crawling into bed. When I wake up after midnight, I just lay there and think about my bed, but not go to it, because it's just a place to sleep. I realise I forgot to get beer coming home. I could get up and get dressed and go out. Sleep is highly overrated. Maybe I should just stay up all night and jerk off to porn on the computer because I haven't had a girlfriend in years. Or listen to the neighbours having sex. I won't get sex any other way. But I gotta go to work tomorrow so I should probably get some sleep. Tomorrow is another day what I do. I try to show you the way beyond the ways of man. I demonstrate to you the need for understanding. I witness for you the world beyond thoughts. I scream at you to wake you up. I coddle you how shallowly comfortable you are. I cry with you to show the magic of tears. I dance with you to show that God dances. I laugh with you to show you that religion needs laughter. I sing to you to get you to be yourself more. I write word upon word so you will remember me even after my voice is hidden in the clouds. I show you the proper way to live, to eat, to love, to put the world at your feet. I break down your ego and build it up again, so I can shower you with my gifts. But yet, so many persist in calling me just another guru. Anyone can be like me. Anyone can write like me anyone can sound like me, anyone can see what I say, I see, anyone can be what I say, I am. Maybe that is true, but nobody has shown me that they can, they do, they are, they see. They have just lumped me in with all the other hacks, and gone and done what they always do, which is to hang on my every word and ask me how they can improve their life. Well, for starters, pay attention as I try to show you the way beyond the ways of man. Not resisting attraction. In my mind, I would like to believe you're right. In my body I would like to feel you holding me. I'm working on refusing to understand anything, as you told me everything I understand isn't true and have given me a new revelation to believe in. Maybe I understand, maybe what you say isn't so strange and is older than time itself, but I have doubt, that I can change and believe in you so easily. But I really cannot look away from you. But I really cannot think of anything but you. You've engulfed me. I cannot help but lay my life at your feet. I cannot help but for once to just listen without prejudice. The Body-Mind Ego-Eye Endlessly The body-mind is transcended. The ego-eye is transcended. The self-contraction is transcended. The bright shines as consciousness itself becoming the only thing alive that matters. The gross body with its need of food and sex pulling us down the street and collapsing on the couch in the evening, gorging ourselves with TV and food and beer. The body-mind ego, eye inside me rolls around like gears grinding away consciously awake to take in all my suffering unconsciously i'm not paying attention i stand before myself and can't help but see the gaps the flaws the ego the body the pain the separation from god grinding away at me endlessly the bright right there. There it is, the bright purpose laying before me. There it is, the dream I had last night of ladders flowing down like snakes hanging on the clouds suddenly reaching down to me. There it is, that which I went seeking for after awaking realizing it was just another day and just another dream. There it is, dream man, dreamland guard man, guard land unaccompanied by any of my daylight neurosis. There it is, the bright purpose waiting for me. Yesterday's problems and tomorrow's hope historical traditions ancient teachings and masses of blind men egoically heroically erotically preventing next level revelation of the divine spirit that is the truth but the holy spirit is living in the body of a boy and girl burning Realisation via divine light and consuming fire of God eternal is available for all people. Communion, eventually hopeful, possible attainable, that is the real truth. Silently blessing me. I heard him say something when sitting before me his toes wriggling, his smile bright, his eyes searching the cosmos above my head. I have been blessed for all eternity sitting at the feet of the master of my heart, the teacher of my eternal soul, these novice ears holding on to every word, novice eyes stuck in cosmic awe to every gesture, smile, blink, and toe-wiggle. But what he said came out in only silence, and while I was listening intently, I forgot afterwards everything he was saying. Yogic Liberation Visions. Spinning past me, grossly I perceive its structure. Red light, all the lights blinking white light moonlight black light darkness blue light blue pearl so loudly blinding until then so subtly unperceivable white five-pointed star comes out of its cave blinding me with radiating brilliance in its true clear space of brilliant whiteness, penetrating the heart with its brilliant silence. The great soundless sound of the universe, the blissful bright of knowing unknowing. In the divine no objects reside and I am witness to it all. All that had come before is but reflections, illusions, delusions standing as itself, the divine self-shining with its own love-bliss, overwhelming brilliant love-bliss, bursting at the seams. A new body, mind and world to wander, all things outshone by the bright love-bliss, and I am here to witness it all. Where I usually fall When I usually fall is when I'm trying to be something that I am not. Sometimes my cry of pain is heard, but sometimes I do not make a sound, I bite my lip in silence. Nobody comes running. It seems easier than making a panic. I just lie on the ground for a while. I'll be alright eventually. The pain is brief, the bruise long-lasting, the accident foolishly predictable. When I usually fall is when I'm not paying attention. When I usually fall is when I'm letting my ego do the talking first or my groin is steering the ship. When I usually fall is when I'm living like I always do, where I throw my ego against the wall and see if it will bounce off. It never does. I'm left so confused, so I try to climb the wall instead. I always fall. I'll just lie on the ground for a while. I'll be all right eventually. I always would fall before I met my shining guru when I was climbing the wall one last time only to fall at his wiggling toes, where there was nothing left to do with my ego and there was nothing at all. Teddy Bear True intimacy is when I hug my teddy bear. Both of us falling asleep under the cosy covers feeling safe and unburdened by life not questioning all the things we did during the day and neither of us wanting to get out of bed in the morning into the morning chill here i am middle-aged and sort of frightened without my teddy bear sleeping alone but pretending i'm not really sharing my love with my teddy bear, the only one I find that doesn't hurt me or not return my love and makes no demands on me. To dance the last dance with you. Let's dance to dance the last dance, just you and me, holding each other tightly. Show me your moves. Let me feel your body. I want to know how my body will move towards yours. I want to see what you do to me, how our bodies will float side by side. Show me how to dance like I have never danced before and never will again. Show me how you will dance after I am gone, but the music keeps playing. You can even choose the song for our last dance. To air of righteousness. Man's will breathes the air of vanity, growing strong in the halls of lust and fallibility. Righteousness is unstoppable and only maintains the ego's brick-walled house of fear. Judgment comes only from the source of changeless emotions. Admonishing from the Guru Don't let your thoughts limit me. Don't let your burdens distract you from me. Don't let your gross body relate to me. Don't let your ego interpret me. Don't distract yourself with yourself away from me. When you just have to give me your best actions, that of the surrender of your feelings, I am limitless, unlike what you want me to be, unlike what you feel you can do without me, when you surrender to me, you're the only thing that holds you back. Descent of God's attention. The descent of God's attention to street level, to the backbone of the universe, to the heart pumping to the soul where it crumbles. In fear. Don't worry responding. Any heart responding is a sign of God communion, so don't worry. Techniques, creeds, traditions, rituals don't matter to God, only to men, so forget them. God appears as needed forms aren't important, beliefs change, Rituals can be empty. God doesn't care, so neither should anyone else, so be patient. We are all one with many paths, all rivers flowing into one ocean, so don't worry. Hairless Crucifixion of Change When did my Guru start losing his hair? As I look at old photos it seemed to start so long ago, once he left being a child and became a teacher with his own tribe and moved beyond his own guru. It was not a physical sign of ageing as much as a sign of shedding his connection to the world, like a Buddhist priest that shaves the head in recognition of the lessons of unattachment. The spiritual transmission from his teachers was too much for his body to take, so it shook his body apart and his hair fell out. How I'm doing today. It all depends on the mood I'm in today. It all depends on what's on TV this evening after everyone goes to bed and I can watch what I want to watch. It all depends on... How well I slept last night or any night even though I never really sleep so well as it is. It all depends on if I'm sleeping alone again or not or if the person I'm sleeping with I want to be with at all or would prefer to be alone. It all depends on if something interesting came in the mail because I was raised to believe all good and bad news comes in the mail. It all depends on the weather which never leaves us alone. It all depends on what food has been bought at the store or was not bought that should have been. It all depends on what Mom said on the phone when I didn't expect her to call at all. It all depends on how much money I have or will have or want to have or need to have. It all depends on what I'm doing at work and if anyone cares other than me if I do it well or not, or even if I care about my job other than me. It all depends on what my friends said when I needed a shoulder to cry on, It all depends on the mood I'm in today. It all depends on the mood I'm in. It all depends on the mood. It all depends on me, me, me. I am not myself I. I am not myself I, only the outpouring of my attention to I. I am the tight rope of attention of I. I am not the body-mind I. That which is known as I is but a definition of the word I. I should be a definition of the word love. On the corner Sometimes when I walk the busy street at night to the mischievous corner, Where the cars like to turn without stopping for pedestrians because they are in too much of a hurry and see all the faces around me going home weary with backs broken and eyelids drooping and thoughts distracted by what they're going to do with their evening. I wonder who has looked into their own eyes lately and try to find which way the wind really blows outside the way they want it to. On the mountain road. Do not suppose that the road must be long and difficult. It can be faster than a daydream. Practice is not choosing a mountain over a valley but going how the crow flies. Persisting shadows before true reality. The feeling when I go out on the street, with the cars passing, the people passing, the buildings looming, the lights changing, see my dreams passing me by with each minute. Each step, taken by everyone, a step of suffering. Each step, taken by everyone, a step of disease. Each step, taken by everyone, a step of self-contraction. It is necessary to persist in the way I've always lived and always known, no matter how much I feel haunted by these shadow lives around me. Realisation of true reality when I suffer through the day. Voices in my head talk me out of my dream world. Everyone says the voices in the head should always be ignored. But they are so hard to ignore when they seem to speak so much sense. Before true reality there is I projecting an illusion of my own self-reality. As essentially important as an expensive meal at a fancy restaurant, I happen not to like or enjoy, but still prefer it over Mum's home cooked meals because it's fancy and expensive and thus represents something abstract I feel I need and therefore means something greater than me. As good as I remember, Mum's meals. To be, though I was never home to eat them, and eating out is incredibly boring when nobody is watching and impressed. The Resurrection Burns Stripping egoic motives, pulling the cog from the machine, fanning the flames to burn down the walls, blood from the thorns of Christ's crown. The resurrection burns the blood of history, pulling out the egoic cogs that drive lost children to wander hopelessly in the material forest, of fractured light and blinding illusions, eternally misleading others and mislead themselves. The Students Boundless legions have crawled to you. Some have left burdened greater than before for your gifts are powerful. Others lay their heads at your resting feet and let the sound of the Dharma carry them to you. Some leave the way they came as unimpressed as they expected to be. Some are too shy to make themselves known but are here in shadows every day. Some realise you are not the one they seek but give you honour and gifts as a thank you anyways. Transcend yourself waiting. Transcend me to God, the Guru says. That is the challenge that goes unsaid always but is the design of Guru Devotion, which is really God Devotion. But transcend yourself first before you come to me and come to God. You've got these parts mixed up. You can't come to me or God and then fix yourself, though this is what you always try to do. I'm here to help clean up the edges where you can't after the fact. For those too gross in the body to see anything but themselves, all they can do is to sit and wait for me, instead of realising it's not me they are waiting for, but themselves. Don't worry, I'm waiting too. All the same struggle. The sand marks my every footstep along the coast. I go walking barefoot across the backs of broken crab shells. I drove all night to get here, far away from the city, far away from the tourists. No family left behind except that which I was too caught up in myself to ever attempt to see. A handful of air in my fist, salt water in my eyes. I cannot see the sky. Let me drown in my own tears. Let me bring myself to die. Let my soul ride the waves to far away islands. Every practice begins in the same place as I do. Everyone must struggle with the same desires. Everyone must struggle to understand what is too easy to understand. I'm not alone in my struggle. On my side is a hundred social lies. On my side is a decision to try to look my life straight in the eye and not be sorrowful when I leave my life behind surrendering myself to something greater in understanding than I have the ability to do for myself. Let me breathe, give me a moment more, give me a moment more just to believe. All I want is one more chance to breathe I can hear the whale's song from here as a horse clops over the sand Don't leave me alone I don't know if I like it out here I know who you are I know what I dream I believe in what you say. I believe that I've got nothing to say in response. Let me breathe. Give me a moment more. Give me a moment just to believe. All I want is one more chance to breathe, please. Everyone starts with the same struggles that I do. I don't want to be the one that gave up too soon. Falling into the sense of disappointment of the life I tried to live.